Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic podcast number 342 because we ain't quitting. March 13th, well, 2020. It was 67 degrees in that lovely spring we had in 2012 when the golf courses opened on St. Patty's Day. Nine below in 1895. And I don't remember this. On this day in 2006, 10 inches of snow. Mm. I also do not have any ice out dates for this date, March 13. Although next week, uh, you'll begin to see more and more of them. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense. Your mayor, Joe Souchere. Remember how yesterday Santa Bell Jim threatened it? Okay, I'm done with you guys. I'm yeah, taking, I'm taking yeah. some time off. Yeah. yeah, I'm hooked and can't resist listening to you guys. Damn it, you got me. <laughs> P.S. Did you hear that my wife Diane and I got a great deal on a 14-day cruise? We leave Miami on the Princess Cruise Lines Pandemic Princess. No. <laughs> and then when we get to Italy, we switch to Carnival Cruise Lines Virus of the Seas. All group meals and dancing included. P.S. Pandemic does not mean deadly. It means widespread. Uh, you know, he has some serious thoughts about that. He's been shot at. He's eaten food in a trench in Vietnam. He's patrol the streets as a cop I, he's just one of the guys that's not terribly frightened by this okay right right and even though he was joking uh they finally shut down princess and the like i know yeah I know. they're they're not uh, uh dave downing frequent uh emailer has a very important question what are you doing reavers is that his question yeah, that's a weird question to email in. Yeah, how does he know that Reavers isn't paying attention? <laughs> Downing's way smarter wow. than I thought. Wow. Does he have a camera in here? Genius. <laughs> NBA, MLB, NASCAR, Mayor, what we want to know is, what about the opener? Will the garage door oh, opener be canceled? Cow. Absolutely not. No. It will not be canceled. We ain't quitting. He says that it's only days away. What about St. Patrick's Day? Will Mayor Melvin cancel St. Patrick's Day in St. Paul? He already yeah, has. He already did. Did. Yeah. Uh, finally, during Wednesday's podcast, you talked at length about the uh, Putin's efforts to extend his reign and powers, and you said, I quote, uh, can't you see Trump reading this in the morning, lying in bed, thinking, damn, this sounds good? No, Joe, I can't see Trump reading in bed, or anywhere for that matter. <laughs> He doesn't, stri- doesn't strike me as much of a reader. All right. The opener, GLers, the opener will be conducted per the rules of the opener. Hear you, hear you, harumph, harumph, harumph. Per the rules of the opener. You know, um, there's a good, there's always good sides to the world of medicine. We happen to be experiencing. Uh, the dark side of medicine and hoping that we all pull through. But later we're going to, we have arranged to talk to an amputee uh, named Shriya Shadnagowder in India who had a, uh, a double hand transplant. Come on. And she, she, the donor was a male. And so she woke up from the surgery with really big, hairy hands. Seriously? I'm not making this up. And I called earlier and made arrangements. Why would they use a guy's because, hand? Because what's confounding the world of medicine is that as time goes by, the hands are becoming more feminine. 
It's a it's a wonderful medical story. The, wow. the hair is going She's a away, freak of nature, and the, and, man. And the uh, the color of the skin is getting lighter. Okay, and uh, we're going to talk to her. I have not determined uh, what resulted in the amputation. Uh, okay. Oh, I, I have, but well, we'll let her tell. We'll story. find out. Okay, gotcha. That's later. In the, yep. Later in, in the, the uh, podcast. That's, that's what be I fun. meant. That's yeah, what podcast. I meant. I've got well, a million questions. Well, because it's 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 to lighten the load. Everyone's a bit on edge. Uh, I'm not uh, necessarily on edge, but I'm willing to be. <laughs> okay. Wait, what? Huh? <laughs> As the kids say, what? <laughs> you want? Should we get the disturbing stuff out of the way and then try to slide into some better stuff? Because it's a it's a well, scramble Friday. Yeah. yeah well, now that a number of new people infected with the coronavirus in China is slowing down, the country's Communist Party is ratcheting up threats against the West. With a particularly nasty warning about access to life-saving drugs aimed at the United States. Mm. In an article in Xin Hao, the state-run media agency that's largely considered the mouthpiece of the party, Beijing bragged about its handling of COVID-19, a virus that originated in the city of Wuhan and has spread quickly, killing nearly 5,000 people and infecting thousands more. The article also claimed that China could impose pharmaceutical export controls which would plunge America into the mighty sea of coronavirus. Jeez. I wouldn't put past the commies to do this. Wow. The disturbing threats made during global pandemic, as well as the scary consequences if that threat becomes real, highlight just how tight China's grip is on the global supply chain. Already, the Food and Drug Administration has announced the first drug shortage related to the coronavirus, though it did not disclose which drug was in short supply. The FDA did say it could not access enough raw components needed because they are made in China. Really? (laughs) Though the U.S. is a global leader in research, much of the manufacturing of life-saving drugs has moved overseas. The last American manufacturing plant to make a key component in penicillin shuttered in 2004. Since then, Chinese pharmaceutical companies have moved in and taken over supplying between 80 and 90 percent of U.S. antibiotics. What the hell are Why? we doing? Why? 70% of acetaminophen and about 40% uh, percent of heparin, according to Yang Zhonghong, a senior fellow for global health at the Council on Foreign Relations. Wow. If China makes good on its threat to cut off the U.S., uh, the results could be crippling. All right. Yeah. I'll see you guys later. Happy Friday, everybody. Hey. Jeez, Sooch. Start her up. Start her up. No. Yeah. Did you take away my uh, Denny Green thing from the main page? You waste more time looking for crap. That's because, again, somebody with a checkered sport coat came in here and sold us this. We need to just take it away from you. (laughs) Guess the ice out date for Lake Minnetonka, and you could win. A lunch. That's it? I want money. You can win a lunch at Allen Elmas. It's oh. pretty easy. It's going to be April 3rd. April 3rd. You can enter online uh, uh, somewhere. Uh, out of out of those who guessed the correct date, one grand prize winner will be drawn at random with a private lunch aboard an Allen Elmas yacht on Lake Minnetonka for you and 14 friends, courtesy of Allen Elmas. So guess the... Uh, Guess the ice out date. Last year it was t- April 20. Was Alan Almas the one that had the love boat? It was. I yeah. believe. Yes. Well, it wasn't their fault. No, no, no. But yeah. they were the ones that, yeah, that had the uh, uh, deal. 
The 2019 ice out date was April 20, and the median ice out date on Minnetonka is April 13. As we noted yesterday, the earliest on record was March 11, 1878. Mm. The latest on record was May 5, both in 1857 and 2018. Ice out records date to 1855. And like I provide you highs and lows for my amusement, I am now entering my time period where, for my amusement, I will be giving you ice out dates. Is that perfectly understood? Understood. Mm-hmm. Johnny, do you have the uh, just in from the Minnesota I, Department of Health? Oh, I don't have that. I have a, another oh. just in, though. Okay. What do you got? Go ahead. Uh, the, as you, I don't know if you guys saw, but the president's holding a press conference this afternoon. Uh, he will be declaring a national emergency in response to coronavirus. What that means, he can utilize the Stafford Act, the federal law that gives FEMA responsibility for coordinating disaster relief efforts to provide emergency funding to state and local governments. That's a good, that's the right call. Maybe he should let uh, VP Pence make that speech. Just uh, uh, The Minnesota Department of Health is, says we are now up to 14 presumptive positive cases of coronavirus in eight counties. Hmm. 14. And this just in from Ricey, do not take seven zinc tablets <laughs> and plan on leaving the house for 24 hours. I thought I had coronavirus. <laughs> Turns out I took too much zinc. Yeah. He's been spending a lot of time in the bathroom. I can answer that. I took three last night and I forgot. So I oh. took four more this morning. Oh, my God. One, and now he can't one, say. Maybe one. I take about three a year, so and I you, swear by him. So if you need him, he'll be in the bathroom. Oh, Good thing he bought 1,800 rolls of toilet paper because he's used up half of it. I'm going straight to the shower. This breaks my heart. Because I'm running out of Masters. I'm running out of time. The 2020 Masters is postponed. Uh, Now, postponed infers that it will be played. Canceled means it's off the books. Correct. So they'll get to it at some point. Joe, John and I discussed this before the show started when we walked down to get our lunch, and then he spilled it on the floor. (laughs) Did Um, he eat it off the floor? No, he didn't. I have. I've done that. But with all of this stuff happening, it's... it's it's causing a lot of reaction from people, and I follow Tom Hauser, and some of the people commenting on him are actually trying to say that this entire coronavirus is a media-driven creation, and that it's a hoax. To, to help Who the are these people? Do you do you listen to our show? Uh, and f- we were ahead of the curve with having Mike Osterholm on February fourth. They, they they do in fact listen to our show. And which still think which we find very disturbing. You didn't hear Mike Op- Osterholm on Feb 4? Right. He called everything as it's playing out today. That's why I, I tweeted that earlier, uh, yeah. that I'm listening to blah, 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 and everything he predicted has come true. On Feb 27, I tweeted, I have the eerie feeling that we're all going to be quarantined at home. I meant it as a reaction to what, what? was then easily called a hysteria. Yep. As recently as what? Two weeks ago, right. three mm-hmm. weeks ago. Yep. And uh, and that's coming true. It's becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy. And Mike answers to no political no, parties. No, no, Either is uh, Tony Fauci, his buddy. But who are these people that want to, they're so dedicated to an allegiance with someone that they're completely unwilling to accept reality. Let's see. I have to go to my uh, messages here. A uh, <laughs> message from a friend. My boss thinks this is a joke. To which well, how I, do you uh, explain the deaths? 
I uh, replied, your boss is... Oh, a bad word. Is, is being one and acting like one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I talked to someone in the healthcare profession last night. Yep. And here is the biggest problem right now. There are so many people that have it right. that are walking around amongst us that don't even know they have it. Yep. That's the problem. Hmm. Well, when did he find out? Well, because of <laughs> the severity of your case, you know, if you're, again, if you're a young healthy, fit individual. I ain't young anymore. Well, but you, you won't really feel the kind of symptoms that you would if you are older. But that doesn't matter. That doesn't mean that it's that, that person isn't giving it to five to ten people a day. <laughs> I just, how ironic. I know we're not live, but our buddy Jewel just texted me a picture. Uh, and evidently he's ordered toilet paper, and he says, McMaster Carr has never let me down. 3,888 beautifully soft tissues-like pages. <laughs> That's amazing. And he sent me a picture of the tissues in a box on top of his toilet. What the hell? <laughs> that's, that's what we've got to. We're bragging about our backstock yes. on TP. So if I go out today you to go to... I won't be able to find toilet paper. No, you ain't going to find it. The, uh, my family member who works at Costco, yes. they've been out for three days, haven't been able to refill, restock. I don't uh, I, I don't understand that. Too it's much zinc. I bet if I went to the Dollar Tree, you could probably find some. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah, you could. You know, even though that's uh, that's your last chance. That's, Not even the that's stuff. Because that's wafer thin. That's <laughs> like using brawny. <laughs> so I'm in trouble is what you're saying. Well, let's talk about that for a minute. Oh? Oh. Okay. Not, not not toilet paper. Not me. The uh, I was reading a piece today. Coronavirus colon. What to stock up on? And, and I'm being very serious. And I know I don't do the shopping. And we can give me all the grief you want for that. But I wouldn't know what to stock up on. Well, that's why you call her the chief procurer. Right. But what do you stock up on? And you know what they recommend you stock up on? Beer. Uh, pain and fever relievers, prescription drugs, electrolytes, and food. I thought vitamin D was also part of that, in all seriousness. It says vitamins. Didn't but, I but say vi- vitamins? I, th- I thought vitamin D, chief among them. Okay. I think that helps so immunity. What, yeah. is, what you're asking... No, I'm, I'm being serious. I, I, if I, I walked I into the Lunds today and was commissioned to bring home the supplies we need, I wouldn't know what the hell to bring home. Well, what if you're going to be quarantined for two weeks, nobody can go in and out of your house, what would you need? That's all you need. Well, you need food. Yeah. I guess I'd buy soup and stuff like that. Soup, well, yeah, but yeah. you need toilet paper. You need you paper know. towels. Jameson. Yes. Jameson. Food would not be first on my list. Let's just put it that way. Okay, but why is peanut there butter, such? I guess. Okay, but why is there peanut such butter? a a backlog? Uh, are are we not going to have food? Well, well, aren't the people well, no, at Lando Lake still producing I, I, cheese and well, butter? Just settle down. Yeah. Settle down. You know, the reason is I simple. think is what if the stores close? They still might have a lot of food, but as this becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy of the country completing shut, uh, completely shutting down, I guess it becomes plausible then that your local grocery store is closed. And by quarantine at home, Matthew, they mean don't leave home. And nobody comes in. Wow, I, I, would, I would go crazy. <laughs> well, you're well, going to have to join deal the with club, that, Matthew. That's what we've been talking about here for a month. Maybe I could quarantine myself into a house on Sunfish Lakes. Well, since I'm here. <laughs> what if I quarantine myself at Elevated? Right. <laughs> You'd uh, have no problem. No. Uh, stomach remedies, cough and cold medicines, fluids with electrolytes, and vitamins. 
uh, avoid sharing personal items. Did you want to use my toothpick? I'm good. I'm, right. Right. Yeah, I think oh. I'm good. He's, he's been using that one now for three days. Yeah. Off the air. <laughs> I think he has it. He, he hands it to us. Hey, you wanna Do you I take sir- vitamin D, by the way, Mr. Mayor? I don't. My uncle, the doctor, uh, great man, long gone, uh, said that Americans have the most expensive urine in the world. True, but vitamin D is one that you should be taking. Why? You. Because it strengthens your immune system. The wife brought that home for me about a year ago. I have yet to crack the seal. And take the 5,000 the five thousand yeah. milligram I've one. Don't take it every that. day. Okay, okay Dr. Reavers. No, yeah. I have. And well, the I, cardiolo- I look at you. my cardiologist nurse said, if you get rid of everything else, fish oil, whatever, you make sure you take vitamin D. And that came from uh, the wife, minute, Kenny, not me. i got to write this down. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm taking it from now on. Vitamin D. I bet we have some. And the five thousand milligram, not the not the the small stuff. I don't know. Somebody at your advanced state, you don't want to inter- you don't yeah, want to introduce anything irregular at this point. Once you might, you're over the, you might throw the whole system off there. Need a lot of zinc. Yeah, it's like switching I oil so. after uh, you know a couple hundred thousand miles. Yeah, I don't want to go to that stuff. It'll, it'll burn your rings Is out. Is oil heavier than water? Yes. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> I've asked this question before. It's completely apropos of nothing. Didn't we go through a phase in this country where you were hectored to get your oil changed every 3,000 miles? Yes. What happened? The quality of the product. I had to take the CP's rig to get its first ever Already? checkup. Already? It's checkup. It doesn't even have 2,000 on it. It's got 3,500 miles on it. Already? Yeah, but there's, wow. in there's a clicking. No, but let me finish the story. <laughs> uh, and they said, well, on this occasion, all we do is rotate the tires and do a checkpoint of everything. And, you know, add washer fluid and all that stuff. I said, fine, but I want you to do an oil filter, too. And she says, well, you'll have to pay for that. I said, that's fine. I, I'll, I'll be glad to. Because they wanted to wait till 10,000 miles. That's yeah. I've been told that by my mechanic because of the... Oil now. Yeah, this and is synthetic of, they're using in this car. Yeah. Oh, well, then, yeah, you really don't have to. Well, I do it. I, I can't break that habit. It, it irritates me. Did they? It ruins my aesthetic if I know right. that oil's been in there for 10,000 so miles. So you don't wait until the car tells you it's time to change no, the oil? No, no, no. Oh, jeez. I wait another 1,000 or 2,000 after it's been telling they're me. They're thinking you're sticking it to yeah. the man, right? And if, you yeah. wait, if, you, if I had waited, yeah. they pay for it. So again, mm-hmm. they'll pay for it eventually. But so again, you're showing the world you are not up no, at all. I, I, I'm, I'm not at all. I, I like to wait till the oil lights on for about you know a thousand, two thousand miles. Then this, I'll bring her on in. This dummy, he can't even wait. He's such a bad waiter. He can't even wait until three thousand miles have passed to change it. No, thirty-five hundred. Thirty-five. Well, yeah, but this is synthetic oil. It's brand not... new car. Well, yeah, 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 then you don't have to. Yeah, you really don't have to. It's no metal. Let me ask you this question, just because I'm in the know. See, I come from a previous car generation. Yes. Where it was was that a scam run by the Jiffy Lubes of the world? Well, not them. Everybody. How was the? Did they check the housing? The the housing of the uh, motor. I have a. Okay, man. I bought used, (laughs) mind you. I bought used. A German car that probably knew was sixty-five grand back in two thousand five. They only want to do it every ten thousand miles. They got a sealed compartment, though. So I do that every three thousand miles. Turn it off! Turn it off! You know today's Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> yeah, I didn't is. even know that. And it do is. you know that because of a leap year, there's a <laughs> there's a quirk that comes with this Friday the thirteenth. Oh. 
Friday, March 13, is exactly 13 weeks since the last Friday the 13th, December 13th, wow. 2019. Huh. Friday the 13th. That's fascinating. Isn't there a name for that if you're freaked out by that? Pescadilly baby? Tr- or Trisca- Triscodectophobia? Triscodectophobia. Trisca- yeah, I don't have that. I'm, a, I'm shocked that I don't. I have everything else. Uh, the next time this will happen is between September 13 and December 13, 2024. Will we be here? Uh, we don't know. Doing a podcast? I intend to. <laughs> I just, well, I didn't even think about that. I was speaking of your uh, quirks, Joe. I, I, yesterday I did a podcast with a fellow we both used to work with. Yeah. And his first question was, if you're okay touching stuff in the building. Yeah. I said, yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Oh, he's nice wondering about me. He was wondering yeah. about you. Yeah. <laughs> Says, is Joe okay? I mean, you know, I said, yeah, he's fine. Don't worry. I think it's a little serious concern to <laughs> your well-being. I, I joke up at the hall with my friends up in radio, and they're all crazy germaphobics, and they always have been. So this is driving them crazy. I joke that uh, the guys I know, they only wash their hands in the bathroom if there's another person in there. <laughs> Otherwise, we don't bother because <laughs> nobody, you know, what's the point? <laughs> I've washed mine uh, twice since I got here today. Yeah. And you opened a door with your forehead. With his head, yeah. So now your forehead has the virus. I'm going to be excited to talk to that uh, hand amputee. I'm glad it went well for her. Uh, I wouldn't get too excited. (laughs) (laughs) Not really feel. You're on double secret probation. (laughs) Big hairy male donor hand that that went on her. I guess the hand sanitizer thing got me thinking about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, The tweet of God. Three minutes ago? Oh, no. (laughs) I'm forbidding Jesus from working until this is over. You'll all have to die for your own sins. (laughs) No! Oh, God. That's not funny if you're listening uh, up there. Uh, That's not funny. The tweet of God's a pretty good Twitter account. That's funny. I I think that's the one I blocked. What? You know, why make him or her, whoever it is, watching over us, why make that person mad? Okay. Why go out of your way to make that person mad or that entity mad? I, I think that if, uh, Christ would be amused by that tweet. Yeah, I think he's got a good sense of humor. I think so. He Kenny, did the, uh, the I Peter think he joke. has to when he looks at this mess. Right. Do you use that philosophy, Kenny, the rest of your life, no. too? No, the I rest of you can bite so. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know who's not shutting down because we got to eat. Groundhog. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to eat. Yeah. Lay in some supplies. They ain't closed. They ain't full of meat. You might as well eat uh, festively. If you're going to be at home and you're saying to yourself, I'm not going out to dinner this weekend, I'm going to stay at home and grill. Then you got to get the Grunhofer's old fashioned meats Mm -hmm. at the north end of Hugo. Load up on the brats. I hope there's a run at Spencer's right now. Oh, I bet there is. 14 kinds of summer sausage, that new beer cheese brat, the uh, pre made oven ready meatloaf. Stop. I fixed it last night. Oh. Yeah. Put it in the oven at 5 p.m., pulled it out at 6.30, and had oh. about three-quarters of it to myself. Oh, and a half it takes? And, uh, yeah, at 350. If it's frozen. If it's uh, frozen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was thawed. Okay. Uh, and there's, is it a hockey puck? And there's a sandwich waiting for me in the, mic- uh, in the refrigerator. Oh, oh, we might not share that. Meatloaf. No, wait, 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 wait. wait. They're the best. You oh, only stopped. So good. Because you wanted the sandwich today, didn't you? You'll meet uh, you'll meet fellow GLers there. GLers, it's uh, it's become the meat capital of the world. We've all enjoyed it. It's fantastic. We know you have, based on your emails. Spencer appreciates your business, uh, and it's again the weather's warming up. The grilling season's coming. We're going to get through all that lies ahead of us. Uh, in the meantime, you got to keep eating. You got to load up. So 
Get to Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. It's on Highway 61 at the north end of Hugo. You can't miss it. There's a really welcoming big red GL sign flashing out front. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Here's John Haidt. Thank you, Joe. Uh, before I get to, uh, let's call it the coronavirus news before I get there, let me tell you about Mancetti's uh, up in my neck of the woods. They're at 3603 Round Lake Boulevard, about a mile north of Highway 10 at Round Lake and Bunker. Uh, actually, I'm going to let Steve do my commercial for me uh, today. Uh, Steve sent me an email, said, it's a bit out of the way for me usually to get over to Anoka as I live in Becker. However, found myself in that area Saturday, February 29th. Having finished my important meeting around 11 a.m., I remembered I was very near Round Lake Boulevard. Mancetti's came to mind immediately, decided to stop in and see if it was as good as advertised. About 11.30, I found myself at the counter asking about the pizzas. Ordered two larges, a house special, and a chicken bacon ranch for take and bake. Made mention I was there due to the Garage Logic podcast. The chef, in parentheses, had no problem prepping my take and bake and directing me to the pizza signboard. There's a GLers a board there. You can go sign a pizza signboard. Put your name on there. We'd like to see it. He was also good enough to provide me with the best way to cook the pizzas. I took his advice. Both pizzas, a big hit at the house. I just wish they were closer to my house. Anytime, though, I'm in the area, I'll be stopping back. Maybe try a couple of calzones and maybe the shrimp fettuccine Alfredo. I had a calzone last week. I can tell you they are delicious. Uh, my kid's a big fan of the shrimp fettuccine. That's a testimonial, isn't it, Jeff? It really is. Yeah. You stop there, I guarantee you're going to like whatever you try. It's yep. Mancetti's 3603 Round Lake Boulevard. All right, in the news, uh, I'm gonna, I have a list here just of things that have been canceled. Yep. I'm just going to go through that. Some of this we've done before, uh, but there's some new stuff to add to it. Uh, the weirdest new one, and I don't mean this to be funny, but the Wienermobile has canceled all its scheduled events in the United States of America. So the Wienermobile will no longer Does it go on tour? Is there only one Wienermobile? I think there's a couple, but they, they will have no more events oh. until further notice. The Boston Marathon has now been postponed. Wow. Yeah. They'll move that to September. They're saying September 20th now they'd like to do it. Uh, PGA Tour uh, shutting down for a month. The XFL has canceled the remainder of their regular season. That's not a loss. (laughs) Special Olympics Minnesota suspends all sports training, practices, and competition activities. Uh, Virus concerns forced cancellation of the cross-country ski world cup in Minneapolis. Uh, I talked to a fellow yesterday who was supposed to emcee some events there. Uh, So we don't think about the economic impact. Uh, this is costing that fellow a lot of money, so uh, it, it is affecting people in other ways, too. NBA, we know, of course, is uh, suspended. MLS is suspended. Major college athletic conferences have been suspended. Uh, all the NCAA tournaments have been, uh, well, they're not postponed. They're actually canceled. NHL, MH, uh, MSHSL, Major League Baseball, all with delays until further notice. Uh, the Masters golf tournament postponed. As far as public facilities go, visitors are banned from the U.S. Congress due to the virus. Minnesota Department of Corrections has suspended prison visits. Uh, Health care centers, as of March 12th, visitors are not allowed at central care hospitals, long-term care facilities, senior housing, hospital outpatient departments, ambulatory sh- surgery centers, and sites where individuals are housed in larger numbers. Educational institutions 
Uh, the University of Minnesota is suspending in-person classes due to the COVID-19 concerns. Uh, the University of St. Thomas, Carleton College, Mitchell Hamlin uh, School of Law, and North Central University suspended in-person classes. Minneapolis Public Schools canceling what they are calling all non-essential activities effective Friday today. Huh. According to a news release, those activities include plays, concerts, field trips, science fairs, fundraisers, and any large group activities. Neighborhood events. The North Suburban Home Show scheduled for Saturday's canceled. The Bed Race for Bridging event's been canceled. The Lowry Hill East Neighborhood Association okay. canceled. All right, that's enough. That's enough. Is the car show still on? Car show's still on, last I heard. The oh, auto show? Yeah. Uh, the featuring auto show. Table Talk yes. with Rookie's Family on Sunday afternoon between uh, 11 and uh, noon. All IndyCar races canceled until May. Wow. I hope they run the 500. When is that usually? Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Day. Um, you knuckleheads aren't going to be using the same equipment and microphones that we are next Monday at Such's Garage, are you? I have no idea. That's why I was just texting someone to find out uh, where the equipment uh, is. I forbid it. <laughs> I don't want your airport dwelling, virus carrying, <laughs> hand chewing. If you saw the process I go wow. through when I leave, it's uh, you wouldn't be worried. Also, no, we're worried. Oh, you also, You're at the crossroads of the world. Oh, you know. A lot of concerts canceled, too. Uh, Jason Aldean's concert at the Excel Energy Center rescheduled for August 8th. Uh, Kenny Chesney, I know this was a big deal because I have uh, nieces and nephews who were coming from North Dakota to see it. Uh, that's been postponed. That was scheduled May 2nd at U.S. Well, that's going to be a big Stadium. trip for them, huh? It is. Yeah. Well, he plays here about every he, six well, months. I have a niece who loves him who has seen him sure. a dozen times. She'll right? be okay. Lumineers rescheduled the St. Paul show. You got to wonder about the Stones, huh? You wonder if that's going to get a good rescheduled. Point. Is that in May? It's in May, May 16th. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Uh, President Trump on Friday criticizing the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention for being ill-prepared to test for the coronavirus, and he blamed... Oh, why do we have to do this? I saw one of the principals of Ticket King last night. I yeah. said, how are things going? He just went... Oh, bet. Yeah. And then he walked out with his head down. Can I move in? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Live Nation canceled a bunch of stuff, too. Yeah. I talked to uh, a fellow I know who's a man, he just some acts that were going to South by Southwest. He said he's out almost 40 grand because he had prepared for them all to be there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, think if you're an independent small band oh. making no money, nothing in the bank account, and, you know, you bought yourself tickets and et cetera, et cetera, mm -hmm. and now you're screwed, and those South by Southwest crooks are not refunding one yeah. thin dime. Uh, this, uh, you, since we're talking about musicians, uh, my kid, as you guys know, uh, has a lot of friends who tour the U.S., uh, several of them notified him yesterday they sublet their apartments when they leave for you know, a month and a half tour. Mm -hmm. So they've done that, started the tour, and now everybody's canceling shows. So they have no place to go live, they have no place to play, and they're not making any money. So they have no money oh, to live on. And they Boy. can't kick out the renter. No. no. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, anyway, uh, President Trump uh, blaming this morning President Obama. Well, that's not oh, realistic. Situation. Can what we good does that do? For stop real with the partisan nonsense. Oh. Come together. What, Joe? No, I'm in agreement with yeah. everybody. Yeah. Hmm? 
Uh, let's see. Why, let's why see. is it Obama's fault? Well, okay. I, I well, you said that. You I, know what? Who cares if it is because well, it, it doesn't make any position. Let's just deal with what we have now and look to tomorrow. He said they didn't have their proper precautionary measures in place well, during his administration. Then why two years ago he did said, we dismantle the... He said, quote, well, President well, Obama made changes that only complicated things further. The system's not geared to what we need to do right now. That is a failing. Let's admit it. None so. of this is helpful to what's happening right Correct. now and tomorrow. Uh, what have you always said? Um, make yourself useful. Yeah. That's, in this well, case, it works as well. How do you think that news conference this afternoon is going to go? What time is that, John? I believe it's two hour time. Two hour time? I think time? it's three uh, Eastern. So, yes, Mr. Reavers. With as, t- is it tenuous? Is that the right word? Tenuous is sure. a word. I need to know your context. Sorry. <laughs> I'm now very nervous. <laughs> so, so am I, Chris. <laughs> but with, basically, this is affecting everyone. That's a tenuous situation. And the president. Whether you you are on his side or not, voted for him or not, who gives a damn? But there are a lot of people that are making their decision this coming November based upon what's going to happen right now. All he's doing by saying things like this Mm -hmm. is he's alienating the fringe people that are deciding whether or not they're going to vote for him. All right. Does he not get that? Uh, I I have no idea. He doesn't care. But I I think he should. I don't know. Meanwhile, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and the Trump administration. I'm thinking of Santa Bill, Jim. I'm trying to keep him on board. Atta boy. Wow. Yeah. Did I use tenuous right? You, you did. Thank you. Yeah, I muted th- more GLers last night <laughs> no. than I've ever muted in my life. <laughs> Why just, is everything falling apart? Just yelling at us for, for doing our gig. Yeah. It's Jeez. a flu. That's what God. I keep seeing. Yeah. Stop yelling at us. Uh, meanwhile, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and the Trump administration hope to announce agreement Friday today on a coronavirus aid package to reassure Americans by providing sick pay, free testing, and other resources in an effort to calm teetering financial markets and the mounting crisis. Final details as of early this morning were still being worked out, but the top House Democrat, who held day-long talks with Treasury Secretary Stephen Mnuchin, expected an announcement the House could then swiftly vote. Did, is it true that uh, Archbishop Hebda has excused Catholics from Mass? He okay, has. I, now, you might know the answer to this serious question. Yes. Does that mean there'll still be a Mass? I believe there still will be Masses held. You are not obligated, I'm and a, you are I, not going to do uh, peace well, sign. Try to keep me out now. I'm right. going. <laughs> but don't a lot of churches do the online? Because I know the one we attend, has. there's video. So well, you can watch the mass we online. We ain't got that. We're, 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 oh, we're not, inner not city. Catholic. We ain't got no money. Not Catholic. Right. Really? Wow. I just saw somewhere uh, that a Lutheran church up in maybe Montemedi canceled services. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a Lutheran church in Montemedi. I'm looking for it They have now. Lutherans. <laughs> Amid the... <laughs> Amid the coronavirus. Must have been them Lutherans. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the Lutherans. Yeah. They don't sing much, see, but they're good people. See what coronavirus is doing to us? My God. It's tearing us apart, man. <laughs> <laughs> Amid the coronavirus outbreak, uh, KFC has suspended advertisements using the brand's classic finger-licking good slogan in the United Kingdom. After the Advertising Standards Authority reportedly received multiple complaints concerning a new ad. Kenny, no. That launched two no. weeks ago. Okay. I know how your mind works. Okay. I won't. <laughs> ASA re- formulating it. <laughs> ASA received 163 complaints from viewers after the ad debuted on television. The commercial called Piano showed multiple people licking their fingers while eating in public places. Want to try? John, you have to be done in three minutes because that's what I arranged to make that phone call hey, to uh, Hey, smell Shria. my fingers. No. Can I lick them? Shidna Agouter in India. 
Okay, complaints said the ad is irresponsible because it potentially encourages behavior that might increase the chances of coronavirus spreading. After airing the ad, however, KFC quickly ended the campaign before ASA had even informed the fast food chain of viewers' concerns. I found it, Such. Our gal Mary Devine yep. had it. St. Andrew's Lutheran Church yep. in Matamidi. Right on Matamidi Avenue. Has suspended in-person worship this weekend. Mm-hmm. One minute, Lutherans go. One minute, 48 seconds, John. Well, well you're timing me now. Well, it's an international <laughs> call, and i got to be, you know. So well, I don't want to bug you. Here's, here's the arch. Uh, he said in a statement Thursday evening that the obligation for parishioners to celebrate Mass would be suspended uh, because of the outbreak. While the bishop said he would not cancel Sunday Mass, he encouraged those who want to stay home to watch Mass remotely, online, or via radio and TV broadcasts. Mass will be broadcast on TV at 11 a.m. on Channel 45 and the radio at 9 a.m. on Relevant Radio 1330. This is a true huh. story. True story. Last Saturday, they forbid the handshake, which was fine with me. I'm a social distancer by nature. Right. And uh, But a guy two pews ahead of me was shooting the breeze with the CP. He and his wife were in Wuhan in October. Ooh. What the? In Wuhan. They're, they're, they're world well, travelers. So it's in your house now. No, he, he, was, he got in and out before it hit. But they were in Wuhan. I think you have it. That's why you're opening doors with your head. I don't know. I forgot I what your hands are supposed to do. Kind of hot in here, Joe, huh? No, it's you're always cold, not hot. <laughs> Did you turn it down? We're yet, done. Chris? We got a call. We got a call, India. We'll take be, a break. We'll be back. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Yes. We uh, are joined. Are we ready? It's uh, an international call. So it takes a couple of minutes for me to punch it up here on right. the... Uh, but yeah, I think we're, we're going to uh, go. Amputee Shreya Sidden Agouter, uh, fortunately, has had a great uh, uh, a miracle of medicine performed on her. She's got two new hands. And uh, but they were male, big, hairy, male donor hands. Is that uh, Shreya? Are you with us? Welcome, Shreya. And when you uh, awakened from the surgery, were you surprised at the at your new hands? Surprised would not be um, surprised would not be the right word. Uh, shock. Shock. Right. Shock would be the right word. Were they very large? This. Uh, no hand that they put on me is very big. What so, now? Uh, there's no hand that they put to my uh, touch to my arm. Yeah. It's very big. Big and hairy, I read. And But the miracle seems to be that they're now becoming more feminine. Is that correct? They are not as much hairy as when this, uh, we began this t- uh, to put on my hand. Right. But as time goes by... They become less, uh, less rugged, less rough. Less rough. That's fantastic. How did you lose your hands? Oh, I don't really like to. I don't like to talk about this because it is a, a very traumatic. Pretty, pretty important to the story, though, don't you think? I mean, uh, this is uh, it is such of great importance to the story because as a result, I have this new hand. But um, I have a part-time job. Right. Where I work at the uh, meat packing plant, uh-huh. and I, it's you have to time yourself. Time it or timing you, what? You, the timing must be right. Timing of what, sir? I mean, man. The timing of, of <laughs> there's cutting, cutting the bone, cutting Cut it, of meat, right. cutting of uh, uh, different parts, right? And there was this 
there was another person next to me, mm-hmm. and he was um, he was new, right? And he was trying to do his work, but his shirt got caught right. into his the 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 machine. The machine. Yes. Uh huh. Shorty, I think, was his name. <laughs> and so I had to look away to help him. So I turn off his machine. Uh huh. And and I come back. Right. And the cutter, I was too slow. The cutter lopped my hands right off. Oh, that's terrible. I'm sorry. Very, very, uh, blood. Uh, <laughs> it's difficult when you can see you have two stumps and they are bleeding. Right, that's and, terrible. And your fingers are still twitching, like when the chicken with the head cut off. Right. They were still doing the piecework. Really? So they're... Uh, they are still moving the dials and things. It's very upsetting to me. I see. It says here in the story that the donor was a tall man with big, spindly fingers. That's according to your mother, Suma. Uh, yes. My mother uh, was uh, talking and to the uh, newspaper about this, uh, this man's hand. Uh, I do not know who this man was. Right. But he was big. He had very long fingers. Uh-huh. And very hairy. Hairy. So much hair. Right. But his hands were rough. Right. He did not put lotion to his, uh, calm his hand. Right. They were very rough, and that's, when you have, well, I don't, may I be frank here? Please. When you have accident <laughs> of this grand nature. Right. What happens is, there is adjustment. I can the imagine. the first time you, you say, how would you say, um, in your First time you use the restroom. Right. Actually, we go outside here, but that's another story. Right. Um, the first time you complete the transaction, and it's somebody else's hand. Right. And it's rough. Right. It gives you a startle. I, th- I can imagine. That would be startling. So yes. it, it makes you, um, make you jump because this is tender area. Right. Plus, not to mention, you can't do this roughly or your hand will come off. That's true. You have to be very careful. Uh, apparently, there's an Indian cultural tradition that many families don't want their hands uh, uh, allowed to be uh, transplanted to someone. So uh, you're very fortunate that you found a donor. It is not. Um, it was not volunteer, though. We had uh, what we say a dowry. Right. We had to. We gave up some cow. We gave up a goat. Uh, we gave up um, animals. For, for the hands. His family. Right. For the hairy man family. Right. So they're not willing. It is a... a well, he was, he was deceased, wasn't, uh, wasn't he, uh, Shreya? <laughs> uh, no, we have a program here where uh, you can. It is okay for you to donate your hand. Oh, that's, that's, I didn't know that. So I, I don't know. He, he must have needed money. Yeah. I, I, I do not understand why someone would donate this. No. Or maybe. I, I don't know the story. But for you, it, it really turned out well, and we congratulate you. I am uh, very, uh, uh, very lucky, mm-hmm. uh, but I've been working on a new uh, job. Right. And it, uh, it, with these hands, I'm trying to be a magician. Ah. So... New line of work. New line of work. No more meatpacking because it no. is so much, uh, it, it is very dangerous. Yeah, you only get one shot at this, don't you? No, and uh, you know, these card tricks are fun. Yep. <laughs> and uh, people uh, enjoy, and you can make uh, 
you can make money. Well, I'm very happy it worked out for you, Shreya. Shreya yeah. Sidnagower, you're from, uh, where are you from? I am uh, from, right, just right outside of town. Uh-huh. Right, uh, right by uh, uh-huh. uh, Stone's Throw from Sri Lanka. I see. Uh, that, is an, uh, that is an island on itself. I'm uh, originally from Sri Lanka, uh-huh. and now I live in this... Uh, in Poon, it says here. I'm reading Poon. Poon. Yeah, Poon is, is a fun place. Uh, we have great nightlife. Uh, we, uh, we are currently uh, very nervous about this, uh, your virus. Right, coronavirus. Coronavirus, and, um, you know, we are ready to just roll the dice here. Right, I get you. Well, thank you very much, uh, Amputee Shreya. Sidna Gowder, and uh, I'm glad it's working out for you, ma'am. It, it is. Uh, I had a couple of... Um, We're done now, see? That's why <laughs> oh, I keep yeah, saying... Okay. So <laughs> I, will, uh, I will send you a very a nice picture. I would like that. Thank you, yeah, ma'am. Yeah, thank you for having me. Very yeah. nice of you to join us. Thank you. Good to see you. All, all the way from Poon, from Poon, India. Poon. Yeah. You know, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. What are you going to do? <laughs> It was a good connection. It was really, really good, good connection. Yeah. That's the best thing you can say about it. The, <laughs> the reception was fantastic. Let's be joined by Patrick James, Stephen Royce, even though there's no sports. This is Patrick Royce for the Canopy Group. Do you make practical decisions based on being lucky? Do you have one agent representing only one company for your home and auto insurance? Are you hoping they are lucky enough to have the best coverage at the best price for you? Uh, The Canopy Group believes you deserve more than luck when it comes to your home and auto insurance. You deserve a true and tried process. The Canopy Group has a dedicated team of 30 professionals and hand selects their 16 companies. They match each client with the company that best fits their individual needs. This due diligence and hard work results in the best coverage at the best price for Canopy clients. No luck, just a disciplined and dedicated approach to serving you. Remember, new clients enjoy an average savings of over $600. Request a quote today at thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389. Hey, Pat. Yes, Joe. Did you ever think you'd live to see this? No, but I found something just in the last half hour that has defeated Kovo paranoia. All right. Lunch. <laughs> I, was at, I was at Byerly's. Their lunch, they said there was nobody there this morning. Lunch is chaos. So mm. they're still having lunch. That's a good thing. All right. Eat your lunch, damn it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, although, here's the problem. Yeah, I know you don't spend a lot of time at the grocery store. But nope. when you get to the grocery store and you're in line, we have to have five minutes of Kovo conversation before we check out and take our bag. <laughs> yep. Shut up and get us moving. That's right. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Shut up and get and us the, the one that had me in line today, she's one of the older ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. So and she had an older one talking to her, and I, I finally said, I, I took the Lord's name in vain and said, let's get going here. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Really? And, uh, yeah, after five minutes, I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> let's, let's go here. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I had it for 20 minutes this morning, and I've recovered. 
Did you see that? I did. I didn't Which, see that. How was I to have seen okay. that? No, we talked about it. Okay. Or was it? Well, maybe we were off the air when no, we talked no, about it. Because you, you sent out a tweet. What did you yes. do, Pat? So yesterday afternoon, I'm going through my vitamin thing to find something, and I find my zinc. Yeah. And I haven't had any zinc for two months, and I figured, hey, I got to get the cold season. I got to get my zinc. Yep. So I took three zinc tablets. And then Playing catch up. Then I before yeah, so I catch up. And before dinner, bed last night when I was going to bed, I took two more. Yep. And then when I got up this morning, I took three. Oof. And wow. then I had a violent attack of get to the bathroom as fast as you can. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I thought that's seven. Vi- got, that's seven. I Pat. got the cobalt. I got the cobalt, man. I'm up there. I got the cobalt. And I, I know I got the Como, so I don't want to go upstairs and talk to Katie because I'm going to have to figure out what my game plan is. <laughs> then I look up too much zinc, yep. and one of, the, one of the effects is you're going to poop like a resource. Yeah. So, uh, wow. Pat, <laughs> Pat, by my account there, uh, you took seven of these things. Oh. Seven or eight, yeah. yeah that's, seven uh, or eight. Geez, that's, uh, As the wife said to me later, so if you haven't taken heroin for a month, then yeah. you're going to take, take well, she's as, right. much as, you, as much as you could get. And I said, I think that's what happens to some of the fellas. She's exactly right on. No wonder you had a problem with gin. Jeez. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, you know, we got to, we're, we're, we're leaving. Uh, nobody, I, I got another report to make, by the way. Yeah. There's a that's Lutheran it. grade school down the corner. Uh-huh. There's 150 kids out there in that parking lot, and they are not social distancing. They're hanging they around, are, huh? They are having a recess. They yeah. are wrestling and waving and uh, kissing each other. And, you know, <laughs> so, and they, I know they're not going to be free, Good luck. They can take it home to Grandma, can't they? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, Patrick, I have a question for you. Um, you yeah. know, when we were doing the radio show together, you, your, your comment often was, I need something to do. What the hell are you going to do now? (laughs) Well, let me tell you this. I get much abuse about people for having so much historical perspective in my columns. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, well, (laughs) they're going to be lucky to have me. That's all we got. (laughs) Let me tell you about the Evelyn hockey team. (laughs) Pat, Pat, we have nothing. Everything is shut down. Everything. Broke my heart to see the Masters was uh, postponed. Oh, they did. That's going to be in October, is it? I don't know when they'll have it. I think uh, the rumors were yesterday they were going to play in October. They've already postponed it. Huh? Yep. Wow. Yep. I didn't see that today. I, uh, everything's gone. Well, we're, we're, uh, yeah, it's, uh, well, at least we got the trumpeter coming on it, too, to give us answer some questions. So we'll be <laughs> right. in good shape. Hey, I don't know. I'm I'm on board now with all this stuff. I've uh, I've read enough and uh, and seen enough, but uh, at some point, don't we have to you know go out and buy a sweater or some damn thing? You know, so what's what's American commerce going to come to? Nothing. A yeah. dead stop. Yeah. Except lunch. Yeah, lunch is good. <laughs> Lunch is good, yes. Patrick, yesterday Joe told his uh, introduction story of when he started working at the Tribune with the great man. Yes, uh, right. Hey, horse's ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people uh, don't believe some of these stories, but they're absolutely true. Well, he's going to be 100 years old Sunday. Yes, he is. We had to cancel the birthday party in Murray's, but... Yeah. Uh, 
There, I have, I have in my hands an 18-page section that we have special section for Sunday. Wow! Wow! And uh, 11, and it was supposed to be 12, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 10 or 12, and they bought so many ads that it's now 18 pages. Nice but, uh, ads. The Harlem Globetrotters have an ad for God's sake because <laughs> they because when Sid was helping with the Lakers, they played the Globetrotters every year in the in the late in the early fifties. Right. So we're worried about the economy. Sid's going to save the economy. Sid is saving the he's tribute. Gonna, <laughs> he's going to save them. It's uh, yeah. There's uh, of course all the teams. The uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame has an ad in there. Wow. So Roycey, uh, did you cancel the birthday party to protect Sid or to protect everybody younger <laughs> than Sid? Yeah. Well, you know what? I would imagine. You know, throw out Sid, the demographic there is still going to be about 75, I guess, so uh, I'm my age, so I'm not sure who was, uh, what they did, but I, I, I do think that they feel that virtually everyone there is at risk, <laughs> yeah. is at the at-risk age. What are you hearing about the start of Major League Baseball? I would guess it's going to be closer to May 1st than April 15th. Yeah, I, I mean, well, how long is this going to last? Is it going to take a month for it to get out of here or not? Well, <laughs> it's either solved or 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 it isn't. We uh, we have no idea. No, but I mean, uh, obviously, uh, this thing moves uh, across the world, and uh, it's it's now in like in China, it's it's being lessened. And uh, by the way, I got to blame the Koreans for my. Uh, for my zinc overdose, because I read something about how they have this substance with zinc uh, in it that's uh, that, that's preventative, and I, I think there's more to it than just uh, taking an overdose of zinc tablets. But what the hell? That was option B for me, so right. I just took it. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. I don't have any idea. I think we're, you know, I think it's optimistic to uh, believe that the crisis will be over in three weeks, don't you? I do believe that's optimistic. This is becoming a uh uh, it's becoming a shutdown of the country. I uh, I've always admired the work of Michael Osterholm, but I I'm hoping that he's like gone crazy. No, he hasn't. Like, no. I'm, I'm hoping that like he's in a mentally diminished now. No, he's no. he's not. Pat, we had him on the air Feb four, and everything mm-hmm. he said on February four <laughs> has played out exactly as he predicted it. Uh, that's when. Well, if his predictions remain true, uh, closing down uh, closing down uh, grade school isn't going to help. So why are we still sending kids to school? We're going to exactly. talk about that as soon as yeah. you say goodbye. We're going to talk about that. Okay, yeah. Roycey, right. they've canceled a ton of races too: F one, IndyCar, yeah. NASCAR, uh, even sprint car races. And <laughs> what I'm seeing is they're canceling all the way through April until May. Yeah, I think I've I've been reading like May first is more likely now. So, yeah. uh, but you know, F one, the virus can't catch up with F one. Oh, they're, they're too fast, man. They're, the virus will be chasing them, and they'll just zoom. But they don't even want to run these races without fans. I, I mean, the racers well, and the crew—they don't even want to get together. Well, don't you think? I don't you think that, that when push came to shove, CBS told told the NCAA that they weren't going to cut that check for hundreds of millions of dollars for a NCAA tournament that nobody was attending. Right. You know, I, right. I got to yeah. think it had something to do with it. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. Although what Duke and Kansas weren't going to send their teams apparently. No, that's they, what turned the NCAA around, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we were all giving the NBA great credit before we found out that Rudy Gobert had infested the, uh, you know, had infected the entire locker room mm-hmm. of, of uh, Utah by being a prankster. So. Yeah. No, he's worse you know than what? a prankster. I haven't been able to use this on Twitter. You know, maybe I could use it here. I don't know. Why not? I said, here's the tweet. Here's the tweet that I haven't put out there because the audience is. Cat doesn't have to worry about it because he's never been within six feet of Rudy Gobert. That'd be funny, but if somebody uh, in the NBA uh, doesn't make it, then it wouldn't be. uh, That's true. Right. But but for this, hell yes. Yeah. We'll talk to you Monday. Go lunch. Big win for lunch. All right, big win for lunch. (laughs) Big win for lunch. Schmelz Countryside Volkswagen is one of the last Twin Cities truly family-owned dealers. A lot of people think their local dealer name is still run by the same family that used to run it 20 to 30 years ago. Forget it. The truth is, now the more than ever, regional and national conglomerates own these dealerships. So the only way Schmelz Countryside can compete with these huge companies is by providing excellent customer service and maintaining relationships that they've had for more than 50 years. Schmelz Countryside knows this and continues to provide an exceptional personal experience focused on long-term vehicle solutions for their valued customers. Check out the Volkswagen family of SUVs, including the Tiguan and Atlas. They're roomy, available in two or three rows, and they all have the latest technology and stuff. The 2020 Volkswagen Tiguan is on the ground and ready for delivery, and Schmelz is convenient. It's on the southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61. That's about 10 minutes east of Minneapolis and 5 minutes north of north of St. Paul. Details at SchmelzVW.com. Cutting right to John Height in the Garage Logic newsroom above the boathouse. Yeah, uh, just I figured, Joe, before uh, we leave and before you get to some other stuff, I do want to say uh, we have found out recently, the last few minutes, Governor Tim Walz has declared a peacetime state of emergency in uh, Minnesota, in the state of Minnesota. What that means is they'd like uh, no more than 250 people to gather at the same time. It means other things. They have the option to extend it. Could use the National Guard if they need to call out the National Guard. Of course, as we said earlier, President Trump expected to call a national state of emergency uh, later on this afternoon. And uh, the Minnesota State High School League has canceled all tournaments now. They're canceled. They're no longer So there. the girls aren't playing today. The girls, there was wow. a big sign up today on the door said the tournament's canceled. The boys... Oh. You mean all winter sport tournaments? Yeah, well, the boys' basketball section finals uh, are canceled, and the state tournament is canceled. Uh, the girls' state tournament obviously canceled now. And uh, the only other thing is the state speech tournament, which has been postponed. Mm. 
So I would imagine it's only a matter of time before uh, decisions have to be made about closing all schools. That seems to be mixed messages all around the country on whether schools should be open or closed. Well, the academy's com- going online right now. I think the academy is going to be going online. The New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, he thinks schools should be open. Here in Minnesota, uh, health officials are recommending schools close. Well, actually, the health commissioner at uh, that press conference with the governor yep. uh, said they're not recommending closing all state schools currently. Really? Yeah. But, that was but about, some? That was about two hours ago. All no, right, Billy, time to go to Uncle Joe's house. That's what's so confusing. We don't know what's right and what's wrong. I know that uh, my one little girl I'm uh, interested in, uh, her school was closed today because of conferences, so uh, so she didn't go today. Yeah. Hi, Joe, Rookie, Reavers, John, and Dum Dum. <laughs> I have a best beer moment, and stick with me, because this requires some setting up. <laughs> this is from our buddy, Kerry Moran. Formerly Carrie Clapp. Oh, okay. Oh, sure. His mood just completely yeah, changed. Yeah, she was you. very disappointed. <laughs> now I'm happy again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she better call me Dub Dub. Picture this. My sister and I are young teenagers. It's a perfect summer evening. Our dad takes us out on the golf course about an hour before sunset. Her dad is the late, great Billy Clatt, who was a wonderful, wonderful hockey player. Went to the same high school. Something he did frequently. We played a couple of holes, but mostly we just walk and talk. Afterward, we go inside the clubhouse for dinner and some kitty cocktails. I remember this moment because my parents rarely drank growing up, and I had never seen my dad order a beer. But for some reason that night, he ordered a cold beer. I even remember uh, the look of the chilled glass and watching the smile on my dad's face as he took the first sip. I remember it all. He was so happy in that moment. He was with his two daughters on a warm summer night, and all was right with the world. That must have been 20 years ago. Hearing everyone else's beer stories has reminded me so vividly of that night. My dad has been gone for eight years now, and because he was not much of a drinker, we never got to sit down to have a nice chat over some cold beers. At least that's what I always thought, until you all reminded me of that perfect moment many years ago. I did get to have a cold beer with my dad. I just didn't know it at the time. Thank you, GLers, for sharing your best beer moments. Good luck, Carrie. Hmm. Very right. pleasant. Cool. cool. Uh, this is my first time emailing, and I wanted to give you a little hope. I grew up in Iowa, but came up to Fargo to wrestle and go to school at NDSU. My roommate from Minnesota told me about you guys, and I have been listening for about three years now and have my family in Iowa listening, too. I am 23 and just wanted you to know that there are a lot more people my age not drinking the Kool-Aid than you are led to believe. You just have to get away from the country's tallest buildings. Also, I wanted to make a submission for best beer. After bailing hay all day in the middle of summer in Iowa and putting it up in the loft where it is so dusty you can hardly see your buddy across the room and your saliva has turned black from the dust in your mouth, cracking open an ice-cold beer given to you by a grateful old farmer who can no longer do the work himself tastes pretty good. Love the podcast and good luck, Cordell Eaton. I think as you as we categorize best beers... Bailing hay seems to be very prevalent, doesn't it? Chris, was it you that was reminiscing fondly about Mm -hmm. bailing hay? That was, It's my contention, if you reminisce fondly about bailing (laughs) hay, you didn't do it enough. Because that is the biggest... (laughs) Hold on, hold on. There's there's two stages, though, of bailing hay, Kenny. There's bailing hay as a child, which is awful. And there's bailing hay as an adult, which is awesome. Because you you drink beer at a much slower, and bale hay at a much slower pace. uh, Jay Whithoff has written a long email. Hail the flashlight king. Hail you. Uh, I'm going to cut to the chase. He sticks with Yingling when he is traveling on the East Coast, Mm -hmm. but he would contend that Grain Belt Nordeast comes the closest to Yingling Hmm. that he has ever found. 
I'd often have okay. the this tastes really familiar thought while enjoying a grain belt northeast, but I never really completed the thought. Just went on with the trimming uh, uh, on the verge of yelling at Glenn Perkins. I don't know what that's referring to. Okay. Uh, so he 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 would advocate if you uh, are a Yingling fan. Try Grain Belt Northeast. Judd is a huge Yingling guy, and I also think he's a big Northeast guy as well. Our Judd? Yeah. He just likes beer. Well, Dixon writes, I would like to submit an entry to your best beer. I think beer. he likes being drunk. <laughs> but with a bit of a twist. This is the tale of a worse first beer. It happened oh. one summer in the mid-60s. My younger brother and I were 14 or 15, and we were helping my dad build a cabin north of Brainerd. It was located across the lake from our old cabin, and although not that remote, it required us to pack a lunch, snacks, and something to drink, usually water. Dad would normally bring a beer for his afternoon break. One hot day, he packed several bottles of beer in a plastic envelope cooler. Not really a cooler. It was about the size of a briefcase, but made of cheap, thin plastic. It was ding-ding. Ice was not included. When it came time for our afternoon break, he reached into the case and handed us each a hot, not warm, not warm, hot Kingsbury. They could have been Howenstein's, but that's probably a distinction without a difference. No, no ice-cold bottle with a frosty glass. Uh, dripping condensation to remember for the rest of my life. The beer was awful. <laughs> Although we tried to choke down a few sips, this was only done as a feeble attempt at expressing our manhood mixed with a good share of sibling rivalry. I don't think we had more than a couple of sips each before giving up in disgust. I remember wondering how anyone could find any pleasure wow. in that stinking swill. Dad maintained that he had developed a taste for warm beer in the Navy as Ooh. it was their only option. He told us that warm beer brought out all the flavor in beer, and it was the best way to enjoy it. No. After each sip, a long, ah, punctuated his satisfaction. If this is as good as it gets, count me out. <laughs> My brother and I continued the summer project drinking water in the occasional cream soda. It never entered our mind to ask for another beer. Of course, my distaste for beer didn't last forever. By my late teens, I had a proper introduction to beer in all of its glorious forms, but it was always cold. Thankfully, I was able to reset my taste buds and continue a positive, lifelong relationship with beer. My brother and I would often reminisce about that summer, and it didn't dawn us until late dawn on us until later that Dad had intentionally uh-huh. offered the hot beer, fully expecting the reaction we got. We suspected that he planned the event to steer us away from beer during those early teen years. The fact that my beer drinking days were delayed, if only for a few years, meant that his ploy was successful. Of course, we were able to share many beers with Dad over the course of our adult lives. I don't ever recall him drinking a warm beer. They were always as cold as they could be. More than once, we confronted him on the scheme to sabotage our early beer-drinking years. He would never outwardly admit to his devious plan, but his smile and chuckle were enough to convince us that we had been duped. A few years ago, when Dad turned 100... We had a party at the cabin to celebrate. It was a large gathering, so we decided to include a keg of beer in his honor. Dad gave up several things in his later years, but it never occurred to him that beer would be one of them. (laughs) Thankfully, on his 100th birthday, my brother and I were able to enjoy an ice-cold beer with Dad not more than a few feet from the site of that first hot, disgusting Kingsbury. Dad passed away just two months later. As awful as that first beer tasted so many years ago, it remains a cherished memory. Dixon in Ely. That's the old man pulled Very a fast nice. one on the kids, didn't he? We'll, uh, we'll bring you a warm beer on your 100th, Joe. No, no, no. <laughs> right here in the podcast studio. If we, yeah. get, to, if we get to the 100, it better damn well be a cold uh, beer, not a hot, uh, not a hot beer. 
Uh, I'm going to save this for Monday. I'm going to save that. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to Frats because I have to do, and I'm going to kill them because what I need would cost about four cents. And it's going to take us a half hour to find it. I need little teeny cup washers. You know what a cup washer is? Yeah. It, so it, They should have a drawer of them. Yeah. So it, indent, it could indent itself in a pre-drilled hole in a rubber piece yeah. so that the screw yeah. disappears yeah. as opposed to sticking out. So i got to find uh, and then two... you clean the lens of the bowl. Right. The, the two headlight. cup washers. I need cup washers. No, they should have them. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to find them. Yeah, they're in back in the drawers. I know with all where, the they, other I know good where to stuff. go. Yeah, yeah, I pull out the drawer and I look at the so whole thing. So is this thing. an item when you walk into Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Store, you can say, nah, I know where I'm going. I know where I'm going, Okay, but I still might need help. Yeah, Are I, we doing this show from a remote location on Monday? Yes. We're going to go to the uh, mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. That'll be fun. Yep. That'll be fun. Because we it, ain't giving up. Has it been properly sprayed down and yes. all measures have been taken? Yep. We it, ain't giving up. It stinks of cigar, whiskey, and tears in yeah, there. Yeah. Ooh, tears. Blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> all right. Hanging on in quiet desperation. Okay, Hemingway. Okay. okay. And if you have okay. some extra time, if you're self-quarantined, check out Podcast One. Check out Pod MN. Online at podmn.com to listen to all those back issues of Garage Logic. Garage Logic podcast version. We'll catch you next time. We will plow through all of this. Rock.